we'll figure out where, where, where everybody has us after this week. You know, I mean, we were, we were the funeral for the Titans, you know, was yesterday or today, but we're not dead yet. That is the greatest soundbite ever. We did so yet. good. Mike Vrabel, we ain't dead yet. Woo, what you're, a win. You know what the happens. Nah. Merry Christmas Eve. We are live from 3 until 6 today. We want, I just go ahead and open the phones, huh? Man. We want your Final. reaction. 615-737-1045, Titan Twin 20 to 17. At halftime, I'm sitting there thinking that might have been the worst offensive half of football I've ever seen in the NFL. 55 total yards? Seriously? Yeah, that's tough. And they were working on four straight quarters with no points. And it didn't look good. And then guess what happened? Boom! A.J. Brown happened. And thank God Todd Downing had A.J. Brown. Because that dude was going to face a lot of questions. Might have had a U-Haul at his house. I mean, he took over. Yeah. Just ridiculous. 3HL, 104.5 The Zone. Merry Christmas Eve. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport. Hi. You are festive. You know this. You know how I roll. You got to face your camera when you do that. Well, yeah, I can't because my creepy camera is the only <laughs> camera I have because it's still not fixed, which means it's probably not going to be fixed till next year. Her sweater reads on the naughty list, but then when she like rubs her hand real hard across her midsection, it changes. Jeez, HR is about to massive. I, t- I told her the first time she did, I'm like, you need to take yourself down to HR. So what does it say when you do that? I forgot. Nice. Oh. Naughty or nice. So as the show goes, you're just going to change it so me and Slay know what's going on over there? Yes, that's a perfect. This, <laughs> I, I should man. wear something like this every day. I'm nice right now. I'm nice. A lot of Titans man. fans think you're on the naughty list for picking against them yesterday. Oh, man. Not only did I pick against them, I like went all in. I thought there was no way in H-E double hockey stick that this team could actually score points with that offensive line, with Tannehill running scared, with no Derrick Henry, with A.J. Brown coming on. I'm like, they, they can't not. And at halftime, it was looking like I was pretty darn right, wasn't it? Well, and let's, then, let's revisit. Hold on, hold on. We got it. I'm saying Jeffrey Simmons might be able to go off and do whatever. Oh, I mean, just just absolutely make a statement and it still won't matter. Stop it. You're going all in on it. <laughs> he told me to stop it. I know why he told me to stop it, but he told me now, to stop it. Here's the thing, too. Je- Big Jeff did not make a statement, I don't think. Go back and watch. Impactful. Yeah, without the stats. But, but I'm saying, this was like. Without the stats, perhaps. There was one time. But, but your, your thing was that he's coming out, you know. But this, but okay, so this is the thing. I mean, at the end of the day, First of all, we together, don't even have to have I, this I, conversation because yeah, yeah. it doesn't we, matter. We got to bring you into the show because yeah, here's the other thing. Uh, Dawn's got a headband <laughs> with a Christmas tree on it with lights that are blinking. That's the other thing. She is all in on, on Christmas Eve. And there's Ron Slade. Hey! Ooh. Come on. He was in the building yesterday. Hey! And for those of you, okay, number one, Don's taking a lot of heat for picking the 49ers. Yes, he is. As I said yesterday, on paper, San Francisco should win this game. Mm-hmm. And I went, I said, I'm not making a pick until I hear both of y'all. Because Slay was all in on the Titans, Don mm-hmm. was all in on the 49ers. And at the end of the show, I, I decided to, to say that the offensive line I felt like would play better than people were 
alarming themselves towards. And you were 100% right on that. And then that the Titans will win because they win games you don't think they should win. So that's where I went. Slay was confident the whole day. Hey, man, I'm telling you. You said Nissan Stadium ain't got no roof. Ain't got no roof. Huh? (laughs) 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 Nissan ain't got no roof. Hey, man, let me tell y'all this. I knew it. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you what the Titans going to have to start doing. They're going to try to get us down there more, and we're going to deny it. They're 2-0 and oh with us there. And we're going to deny it because you can't just go down there at time. You got to go down there when it feels right. Something about being in the atmosphere. I was, hey, I was like y'all. I was a little weary, especially when that line, that line went down. And I'm talking about the offensive line. But it's <laughs> something about thanks for man, dude, yeah. <laughs> it's something about you are in the atmosphere and you ride into a stadium. Same thing happened with the Preds. It's a beautiful day out. I'm telling you, the fans are buzzing. Something's in the air. Can I tell the people something? Come on, talk to them. We get there at the same time. We park and lot in. Yeah. We uh we hang out, we see Coach Mack, we go talk yeah. to Coach Mack for a minute, and then we walk to the stadium. It's, and we're walking with the people. Yep. And Slade looks at me and he says, I can feel it. I'm telling you, man. I can feel it. Something different. And then Big Jeff went out there and put that tweet out. That right there let me know. And Babs, you're right. He didn't have sacks and things like that. But, man, he was so, so, exactly what Mac, Coach Mack said, disruptive. Oh, my gosh. Some of his plays Led to other guys getting played. That's exactly right. Like, if you go back and watch, you'll see mm-hmm. him penetrate immediately. And you can tell the offensive line is just trying to grab him by the back. You know? And he like was, a wild horse oh that got God. loose. He was flexing the whole time. Like walking back to the huddle. I mean, walking back to his line. Walking back to his side of the line. <laughs> he was looking at him like, man, I'm going to be here all day. And y'all got to deal with it. It ain't y'all fault. But y'all got to deal with it. Man, San Francisco. Huh? Hit him one more time. (laughs) 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 Woo! Uh -uh, Let me see him one more time. Titans ain't got no roof. Woo! We be in the city. I got all the Titans with me. Jimmy G, where your line at? Trent Williams oh, went great. Me. Trent Williams went the best him. offensive line in, lineman in football too. yesterday. He cost them. False start on fourth and one. Ooh. Ooh. Led to a fourth and six. Ooh. Jimmy G didn't look comfortable. Once they got out of the scripted stuff. Jimmy G was kind of a disaster. Yes. He was seeing things, man. Like, he was dazed and confused. But guess what, though? We asked Coach. Wasn't it Coach Mack or Greg Cosell? It was Cosell. Cosell. We yeah. asked Cosell. Cosell. What? How do you need to see Jimmy G be uncomfortable? He said, make him hold the ball. And on those interceptions, when he started patting the ball. And that's coverage. It, yep. that, there was one sack the Titans had that he had the ball for like six seconds. Yeah. And didn't do anything with it. Man, hey, Cosell, salute to you. You know what you're talking about. All right, we got a lot to get to with this game. 615-737-1045. Titans win 20-17. to 17. I'm sweating. Beat, beat Miami or Houston, you win the AFC South for the second year in a row. They've never done that. Here we go. They've never won the AFC South two years in a row. Here we go. If Indy loses one of their last three, you win the AFC South.
Indianapolis, by the way, a two-and-a-half-point underdog now at Arizona tomorrow night. Quentin Nelson is on the COVID reserve list, and they love to run behind that guy. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. They yeah. love to run behind that guy. All right, let's go to the phones. Mahogany in Nashville, first Mahogany. up today on the Christmas Eve edition of 3HL. Mahogany, what's up? Uh, Merry Christmas and Merry Christmas Eve, Merry Christmas, and how about them boys yesterday? Yeah. Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. AJ, Arthur Juan, we missed you so much. Thank you for coming back. We needed you <laughs> in that moment. Ryan. You know, thanks for just gutting it out, man. You know, people doubted you. And it's just amazing what happens when you got your main man out there to throw the ball to. It just looks like a whole whole different thing. But to y'all's point about Jeff, Jeff was moving bodies. Mm-hmm. He was moving land masses. He was moving whole continents yesterday. Lincoln Tomlinson got thrown right into Jimmy G's lap on that uh, hooker interception. And I thought Lincoln might have messed up something the way he got pushed back so fast. So I just want to say Merry Christmas to y'all. Thank y'all for everything. And, Dawn, don't feel bad. You weren't the only one out there that thought we was going to lose. But it's right. okay. You know? Here, here's yeah, the, here's the thing. I'm, Let's wrap it up. Hey, hey, Merry Christmas, Mahogany. Appreciate you, man. Here's the thing to that point. Like, people coming after Dawn for picking the 49ers. You want to sit in here and pick the Titans every damn week? Yeah, you're alive, you do. Hey, I'm okay with I I can handle the heat. I came with the big hard opinion. Show me one person that's right every time. Show right. me, show me that person. Oh, my hey. wife. Got <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. a break. <laughs> From the right hash, Morgan Cox. The four-time pro bowler to snap it. Brett Kern to hold it. Randy Bullock to attempt. Snap. Set. Kick. Good! 3HL 104.5 The Zone. I got to admit, man, when Randy came out on the field, I was nervous about the way he looked. Like, I'm a body language guy. I was nervous about that. Well, and it was funny. In our group text, you sent that. And right before you sent that, I had told Mr. Babs, man, he looks beeping nervous. (laughs) The first thing I said, And then you sent it to the top. I was like, hey, hunk, we can hear that. Um, Fixed. He knows. Okay. He knows. He wouldn't look me in the eye. He wouldn't look at me. Oh, no, because I know I messed up. Okay. When a puppy knows he messed up, puppy puts his head down. Well, hey, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk more about the field goal in a minute. Let's work Mark Mariani in because he's got uh, family responsibilities here in about eight oh, minutes. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Moonshine go. at it again. Let's go. Hey. hey, big night last night. Big night. We left it on the field last night, boys. It was a good boys end on. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Here's the deal. You know what I thought about that field goal? I was, I was feeling confident as ever because we didn't even try to get more yards for him. We just tried to center it up. We could have gotten a few more. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that that showed our confidence, you know, Braves' confidence in uh, large Randy to go out and hit that thing from wherever the ball was set. I thought it was unbelievable. I was feeling 
phenomenal when Big Randy stepped onto the field. So when I went back and watched it, I didn't watch this part of it. And I didn't notice in real time, but that kick was almost blocked off the edge. Mm-hmm. And Swain, Swain got knocked back. And if you go back and watch, Swain is falling on his back. And as he's falling on his back, he puts his hands in the air to signal good. <laughs> wow. Great. It's hey, phenomenal. That, that, that couldn't have been written up any better. I mean, truly, it was so abysmal in the first half that Ugh. it didn't go it didn't go the way anybody uh, I mean I was you know we were we got to hang out on Tuesday night and get a little rowdy so I, we were feeling confident but that's not the script I had for this game to come out lay an egg in the first 30 minutes mm-hmm. really just do absolutely nothing and then yeah. you know put together an insane second half feel the momentum the turnovers uh just insane night and and to piggyback on Slay's point when I showed up to that stadium last night, you know, I mean, I was feeling, I, I felt the electricity. I felt the energy. You know what I did? I jumped right bit, bat it, back into that app and doubled down, baby. And I was feeling a little bit sluggish about that at halftime. I was like, damn, what was I doing doubling down? But hey, the boys made me right. So it was, it was we awesome don't want them. <laughs> we don't want those points, baby. Let's go. Uh, so you, you mentioned the debacle of, of a first half. Tale of two halves for this Titans team. I mean, the, the obvious answer is A.J. Brown. But when you kind of dive in, and I don't know if you've had time to go back and watch the, the TV copy or not, because I know it's different when you're sitting at home kind of watching it as opposed to there at the stadium. But the big difference in the tale of two halves offensively, what was it? Oh, you know what? I think at halftime I was piggybacking on the play calling. I, I, it was I didn't. I was getting pretty negative. I felt like we were really predictable in the first half, and I just think we needed a little momentum. But I think it goes back to, uh, you know, kind of what we talked about on Tuesday again is Tannehill trusts AJ, and he throws him balls to go make plays. They draw up plays for AJ Brown, and having AJ Brown on the field, it slides everybody else into their natural position. It slides everybody else, you know, down the depth chart or up the depth chart, whatever. You're not force-feeding the guy to be that number one guy. And we just looked a lot more cohesive in the second, second half. Obviously, we got the momentum. But, I mean, like the play they jumped offside, uh, Tannehill right before the end of the third quarter, he, they jump offside and he says, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to throw it up to my boy, A.J. Brown, and go make a play. Huge play in the game. I mean, having that trust, having that guy you go to when the chips are on the table is pivotal for a quarterback. And it sure looked like he was – Giving him all the all the juice last night because I mean what career career uh, high in targets for AJ Brown last night so he showed up man he won that game pretty much by himself first receiver with eight receptions on third down since they've been keeping stats on that which goes back forty years that that's amazing mm-hmm. as a former wide receiver Mark Mariani how much did you enjoy that guy getting in that rhythm and Tannehill just continually finding him. He truly looked like – he looked like one of those kids that came back from college and played in a high school game again <laughs> in, the second, in the second half. I mean, he's been in the weight room and a lot bigger, goes back to his senior – he goes back to his high school and steps on the field with the boys. Honestly, he just looked – and now i got to give credit where credit's due. De- Debo looked the same way on the other oh, side. He, he, he how was, much fun He was unbelievable. Yep. Seeing that guy in person was – I mean, he goes and runs up the middle for, you know, 12, 15-yard game, sprints back, lines up up in the slot – and then catches a ball across the middle and takes that 15 yards. I was like, dang, there's not that many guys that can do that. But it was yeah. impressive. But That was like okay. you back at Montana State, man. I, oh, 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 
Whoa. Can we can you we dump go. can we dump Montana that? State. You better get that right. Can we dump that? Montana State. That's you, when you're baby. in Montana, baby. Ooh. The real you, baby. The real you, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. And you know what else? While we got some airtime, I got to give Janoris Jenkins some love too. Yeah. Because that that play keeping the game at seven nothing was as big as as any play, uh, you know, in the second half or any pick, whatever. Because if they go up fourteen nothing, it might be quarter, over. It might be I over. mean, dude, that's a whole different ball game. And I got to give him some love because that looked like that that interception was made in the film room. It seemed like he knew tight red. George Kittle was going to that route, and he played it so perfectly. And I just, being a vet, knowing he's a savvy vet guy, I feel like he freaking game planned that. He knew it was coming, and he made an absolute game-saving play on the ball. So Yeah, because most times that up. route releases to the back pylon, right? Yeah, it's a little it's a little feel route. They, they, you, you get five yards deep, you fake it to the corner, you get the DB turning, and recently they started to throw those throw that ball to the tight end because you just got to put it in the garage door. You just got to put it in the vicinity <laughs> of these guys. I mean, it's a mismatch for Kittle to be going up against Janoris on a 50-50 ball. So you get Janoris running to the corner, you know, if he's, you know, if his momentum pushes him at all, George, uh, Kittle's wide open, but he played it just to a T. I felt like he read it. I felt like he knew the route and that's just time in the film room, man. That's preparation. So got to give him some love because that was a huge play. Well, we appreciate you hopping on, man. Uh, good, good job on the uh, on the um, uh, blood in the water pick again. That's twelve and five now on the season. Do you have any anything else for the weekend, or are you just gonna well let it roll? Being that it's Christmas, okay, I felt like I felt like we had to, you know, and free money Friday. I help. I felt like we just had to take a little bit more, take our winning, <laughs> and throw it down on the table. So I think I'm looking at the sket. I'm looking at the slate, and I think. Our boy Mac Jones is going to get exposed this weekend. And Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are generously receiving two and a half points. Mm. But they don't want them, baby. Bills Mafia in New England, (laughs) plus two and a half. Let's go, baby. That's your Christmas gift. Free money Friday. Go get some. Thank you. I'm going to get it, Mark. (laughs) I'm having a party on this boat, man. We randomly saw Uh, a member of the Bills Mafia walking around uh, outside New England Stadium yesterday. No, hey, there you go, bro. They're ready. I looked at it and I thought, hey, Josh Allen, hey, it's go time, baby. Give me give me some more of that free money. Put that in the stocking stuffer on Sunday afternoon right there. Hey, happy birthday to Mav. Um, Merry, oh, thank you, man. Merry Christmas. Tell the family hello, and uh, we'll, we'll chat next week. Most definitely. You, you guys are the best. Merry Christmas, guys. Take care. There he is, at Mark Mariani, 80. Yeah. Soldbymariani.com. Mm-hmm. Check out his website. Holla at him. Holla at him. Man, AJ Brown. It's am- it's amazing to think. Like, take a moment right now, and go back to what you were thinking about, and what you were feeling at halftime, and you were thinking, "Dude, the Colts are going to catch him." Like this season, mm-hmm. like Downing can't call plays, Tannehill can't hit a pass, like they can't run the ball. Like it was crazy. I mean, they, in the first half, that was so ugly. They might as well have just punted on first down. <laughs> Just leave the defense out there. Maybe they'll score. Hey, you know what though? That was ugly. But you know what? I'm gonna keep saying it. That defense is nasty. You kept you kept texting. They nasty. nasty man. <laughs> they be, they they got a different belief, and you just look at them like even though I know 
Jackrabbit made a play, and that's that's part of it. But man, I honestly think they feel, man, we not letting this team score. I don't care who they playing. Once they get in the red zone, like they are po'd. Even though even though um the the long drive when they um took the lead, um cutting across, I mean tied it up, cutting across the back of the end zone. I forgot who it was for San Francisco that caught that. But it was miscommunication between the guys. If you saw them walking off the field, the Titans defense, dude, they were pissed. Not a piss like, hey, man, that's your fault. They looking like, hey, man, who's supposed to have that? You know, like trying, trying to, to figure it, it out. Yeah, yeah, so, man, that's a different belief, a different – they got a different spirit about themselves, man, the way they flying around, dude. And I think guys like Cunningham, um, Bud Dupree coming back, and we hate the way we got here, but if this is what it takes – to get the way you want to get, man, you got to roll with it because these guys getting back healthy, allowing players to go back to their natural positions the same way he just described, Mark Mariani just described A.J. Brown doing. They're doing that on defense also. Danico was a fool. Yep. Bud was a fool. Yeah. Like, them linebackers are fools. That second, man, all right. The only, only person that you go in the film room and say, hey, man, listen now, whatever you got to do, man, go get you some shoes. Christian, Christian Fulton. He slipped like, three struggled. times. And, and all of those plays were huge. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you know, I, I, that's the only thing. Like, you want to point at at the defense? Talk about that play because everything else that's supposed to happen. They're going to yeah. have games, but you know what and I'm And then we'll, we'll get into the offensive line and how well they played minus number yeah. 62, which, yeah. God love him. Man. Brewer. Brewer struggled. Struggled. Dylan Radens held up. Sure did. We talked about it yesterday. With Kevin Dyson. Yep. Does Dylan Radins look at this as, hey, this is my shot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go against the best. And you know what the best did? Nick Bosa went to the other side. Yeah. I want some Quisenberry. He had three tackles, one tackle for a loss, and one quarterback hit. On play number one, he had a tackle and a tackle for a loss. So the rest of the game, he had two tackles and a quarterback hit. Yeah. He drew a holding call yep. because Quisenberry had to keep Tannehill from getting killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that – that's what it's for, man. Opportunity. When you have injuries like this and they take place with COVID being in place, you got all kind of opportunity for guys to step up, man. Raiders, I know, and listening to Vrabel, you really understand. He said, man, those guys walking up the tunnel was super happy to see those guys get that, get that pat on the back, knowing that they did something impactful to help the team win. So Raiders, man, he's been waiting on this moment. So I – I feel good about him this, now. Yeah, this, uh, this could forward. be a launching pad for him. This could be a launching pad for him. And let me say this too. And I know that I who knows if they were listening or not, but I challenged the tight ends. Like, even though it wasn't a lot of balls caught, man, the blocking, yep. the ball caught by Ferkser, like it was it, it was some big time plays made by them and that didn't show up in the stats. So Salute to them for, for stepping up, man, making a physical phys, having a physical presence out there. We talked about third and death. Yeah. Yesterday, third and long. Oh my gosh. And they were in like third and nineteen and third, third and long all the time. Oh. A lot of the, times. the play the play, the jump ball to AJ was on third and twenty three. Yeah. Um Josh Dubow from AP, Associated Press. Ryan Tannehill came into the game with a sixty five point six passer rating on third down. Sixty five point six passer rating on third down. 27th out of 32 qualifiers at quarterback. Last night, he was 11 for 13 for 149 yards and a 114.4 rating with oh. nine first down pass, uh, nine first downs passing. 
Ryan Tannehill. And, uh, man, A.J., so here, here's the only stat you need regarding A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. and we'll throw out all his stats because it's amazing. He started five receptions for 24. So think about the total and, and what he ended up with on those last six. Yeah. Pretty amazing. But the only stat you need to know, the Titans with A.J. Brown this year are 9-2. and two. Mm-hmm. Without him, they're 1-3. and three. Yeah. Pay that man his money. 615-737-1045. Darren in Nashville next up. Hey, Darren, what's up? Yes, sir. Tighten up and Merry Christmas to everybody. I got a, a question about um, that kick at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they ran a, uh, a quarterback little run to the to the right, I believe. Yep. And then they, then they did the kick. And I was just wondering if that was due to if you look back at Bullock's misses, it went wide left. But if I'm not mistaken, I think it went in. Barely made it in on that on that left side. <laughs> I know they need to push so, those hash marks out farther. No, uh, that that was definitely designed, and that was, that that, that was a question you asked the kicker where you want the ball, mm-hmm. and he wanted it on the right hash mark, which made me nervous because I'm like, why don't you want it in the middle of the field? You got it in the middle of the field. All Tannehill has to do is take a knee. Yeah. And they went to the right hash, and boy, he snuck that thing good, in there. Good thing they did. Woo! Can we, <laughs> can we hit on? So we talked right. about how he looks so nervous coming out on the field. Uh, first of all, he said when he was uh, asked about post game and all that, he and Emily Proud actually tweeted this, but he said that it was extra special to him to hit that field goal because it. Yesterday was the anniversary of when he lost his dad back in 2004. And he said, I know. And he said, I think he'd be proud. And I think he was with me tonight. Mm -hmm. So, um, so maybe that kind of played into why he looked a little nervous. Who knows? Um, But so, so that's kind of cool that, that full circle that kind of, you know, happened. But, uh, but the other thing, did you see Brett Kern look at him before the snap? I was like, it was almost like he was, like, telegraphing. You got this, dude. You got, you got this. Yep. Like, but it was like a death stare. You Ran- saw Randy it, right? even said it. He was like, "Go back and watch how Brett Kern looked at me. I'm not missing that kick." Yeah. I mean, it was intense. It was the, like, the main thing I noticed when they they went out there. I go, "Oh my gosh, look at what! Look how Brett Kern just looked." <laughs> how at about him. Brett Kern with the 59 yard bomb of a yes. punt inside the 10 yard no, line? That too. was like. That was that was old school yeah. Brett Kern right I love there. It. Good. Sideways, Let's too. go over to East Nasty. Jack next up in East National. Jack, what's up? Merry Christmas to all of you. Hey, Merry Christmas, Jack. Merry Kummer. You got it. I've been a Tannehill fan, but for the last couple of weeks, I've really got it bad, and I'll tell you why. Last weekend, I watched two football games. In both cases, the quarterbacks were struggling. Most of their wide receivers were gone. Offensive line was tore up. They were getting hit over and over and over. One of those games, the quarterback just basically lost his stuff, acted like a 12-year-old, even run over and showed his butt to the opposing coaches. And one of them didn't. The one that did was Tom Brady. The one that didn't took it like a man, and that was Tannehill. Last night, right before that last field goal, 
What does he do? Take the ball, go dead sideways, take another hit just so they can be sure they got him in the best place to kick from. Yep. I'm telling you, you don't see stuff like this every day, and I really admire the heck out of the man. That's a great point, Jack. I'm glad you brought that up because he did get hit hard trying to get to that right side. Yeah. He did. Yeah. I, listen, Tanny, I love you, brother. Listen, I, I, listen, you got a heart of a warrior. How about the run up the middle? That, that's oh, what I was right. You got a heart of a warrior, young man. He had a middle linebacker and a safety, and he was running right at him, and they both missed. But listen to me. <laughs> but Tanny he took Hill, it on. As we're getting healthier, brother, get down. <laughs> get down. We can't. O- get your Woo! butt on the ground. Woo! <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> There's a sign downstairs that says "No butts on the ground." Hey, man, they're talking about cigarettes. I love it though. Like, he, like, it, no, thanks for yeah, clarifying. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, I thought it was the first time I saw it. I thought, why we can't dance here? Hey, man, that man, hey, we can't dance. <laughs> Freedom of expression, man. It's a radio station. Dude, what's wrong with you today? I don't know. What's wrong with Mary Annie? Last night, Pro Football Talk tweeted. At halftime, are the Titans frauds discussed? <laughs> Mariani retweeted and wrote back with a middle finger yeah, emoji. He did. Wow. Pro Football Focus. That's what he said. Uh, mm-hmm. Pro Football Focus wrote back. Merry Christmas, Mark. We'll <laughs> yeah, be right back. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. Garoppolo takes the snap, looking, looking, firing, and it's intercepted! Intercepted by Jack Rabbit Jenkins! Jack his, Rabbit! His first pick is a Titan! That was huge. You can hear the head coach. Titans uh, released a video of Rabel talking to the team after the game, and he said, welcome back, Rabbit. <laughs> he said, we needed you. He said, we were about to flatline, is what he said. <laughs> is what he said. <laughs> And it's funny, like, I texted y'all, this could get ugly. Literally, the next play was that interception. Because mm-hmm. if that game goes 14 nothing right there. A little bit of a difference. Feel-wise. Feel yeah, wise. because then you're under pressure to score touchdowns, and so then 14-3 still feels like you're way out of it. And how you score the touchdown, too. Do you start hurrying and, you know what I mean, throwing passes? Call the game differently. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They were able to play their game. Play action. What about the play action yesterday? Play action was there. Looked good. Because Tannehill had a lot more time in that game than a lot of people were, were yep. thinking that he was going to have going in. I, I mean, mean it, all day long, people were worried about the offensive line. Heck, yeah. Action. Outside of Ben Jones, I don't Hey, man, I, I, I'm unsure about anybody. Anybody. I, I love Ben Jones, man. He's a dude. That guy has so much fun playing the sport. Mm-hmm. And like when uh, Foreman scored, Ben Jones picking him up off the <laughs> ground. Then then they go to the sideline, and he's just laughing with, with a teammate. I'm like, man, I love that guy. It's good energy, man, with everything that's, that's going on. And then I'm going to tell you another thing. Watching, looking around the nation and looking at different teams and the way they're dealing with COVID and the way these coaches are talking about it. Heard Baltimore's coach, defensive coordinator, come out and talk and think, like, man, not complain, but throw up that we've got got, not, yeah, 
throw out <laughs> that we got guys missing and things like that. One thing I can say, man, I ain't really just heard that from Vrabel and his team. Like, we've heard it from media members and things like that, but people with the team, man, they don't really talk about, man, like all the guys we missing. They talked about Derrick Henry. We're going to miss him, but, dude, they trucking, man. Well, if, if they Commend didn't have the us against the world thing before, they definitely do have do now, and yeah. you know based on what Vrabel's saying, they're using it. Yeah. They show because up. he said, when was the funeral supposed to happen? Today yeah. or yesterday? Yeah. We ain't dead yet? Yeah. 100% they're using that. I, man, I wouldn't be surprised they rolled a casket into the locker room. <laughs> I'm telling you, do some wild stuff. Listen, <laughs> I mean, what a job by Mike Vrabel too in this yeah. in this season. What, just trying to put together a mm-hmm. roster enough to practice, mm-hmm. to plan, mm-hmm. to game plan a game because you don't even know who's going to be there. So a lot of these guys are like, okay, we need like six touches to Demarius Thomas mm-hmm. or you know whoever that might be, um, but they can't really do that. No. But at halftime, clearly they were like, "Okay, AJ's good. We're we're gonna heavy dose that. Ride it, <laughs> ride it, ride that horse." Kyle Shine, uh, Shanahan talking about San Francisco on third down. We weren't good on third down, and you know I think and then our first play in the third quarter on offense was a pick, which that was a real bad one. Should not have thrown that. It was a bad play. No one was open on the play. He just had to take it. I was glad that we tied it up there at the end, but then they came back and finished on the final drive. They converted three for uh, third downs. Three. The entire San Francisco. Game. Mm. Go back to what you kept saying last night and what you're saying during the show today. They nasty. They nasty, defense. boy. That defense nasty. They playing with a different type of swagger, man. Don't y'all worry about it. We got you. Just so, ride with us. What does this look like? I mean, we need to start talking about when the Kings coming back. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. It's almost January. Because guess what? That was the word around the campfire. And other people are alluding to it. I ain't. I ain't... I'm just saying, man, y'all need to pay attention to the show. Listeners, when we got people on, pay attention to the show. When people get interviewed, pay attention to that. AJ said it. Man, as we get healthy and we at some point we get the king back, things can get different. Big Southfall said, I don't know nobody that'll attack therapy the way he is. Like I'm hey man, I got these antlers on, but I got little ears up under them. And I'll put them close to the ground. That's what you need to do. Yep, and Taylor Wan tested positive for COVID uh, today. Um, he, in, in terms of the back, he he was going to be able to play if the game was on Sunday. So Taylor Wan moving forward, I wouldn't worry about the back issue. Now no. the COVID thing, he needs the two negative tests. But this this whole testing situation, talking to some people behind the scenes, like th- th- this is crazy. I tell you what, they better show up these tests. When you what got do you the mean, chance. like? I mean, I, you have to well, take the a, whole thing is crazy. You have to take honest, a certain like, amount of tests, and even if you get a couple of negatives, if like the last one is positive, boom. And so, you know, now now you know the NFL was ahead of the game, and now the NBA is following suit. The NBA commissioner said the other day, "Do you see this?" He said, "We have to learn how to live with this. It's not going, it ain't going away. nowhere. It ain't going." That's exactly what he said. Yep, Adam Silver. That's his, that was his exact words in his interview. This is not going away. We need to learn to live with it. 615-737-1045 at 3HL1045 on Twitter. Ashley in Portland next up. Ashley, what's up? Hey, guys. Um, really big Titans fan here. Me and my dad have always been um, huge fans. We've always talked about how offense may win you games, but defense wins championships. You got a good dad. Um, 
And I know that we all have agreed how much our defense has improved. So I was just wondering y'all's like legitimate opinions. Like, could this be the year? Like playoffs are great, but obviously we want to go all the way. We want to win the Super Bowl. So, you know, what's your thought on this year? If if we get Derrick Henry back to the playoffs, if um, A.J. Brown keeps playing like he played last night, just wondering your thoughts. The, the strange part about this team is, thank you, Ashley, for, for calling. I, I love that you have that football relationship with your dad. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yes. Um, the thing about this team, it's been an emotional roller coaster basically day to day. With the roster situation and and playing more players in games than mm-hmm. than anyone in the history of the league, and still try, still figuring out a way to have ten wins at this point, and and putting yourself in position to win the AFC South for the second year in a row, the reality of the situation is this team could beat anybody on a on a Sunday. They could lose to anybody on a Sunday. That's the real part of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's a great, great, great thing to win an NFL game it's not it's not easy to do but when you beat a team on a on a Thursday night that on paper should have handled you it makes it even better yeah without question along those lines I think the the mental capacity to make it to the Super Bowl and get it done is there it is there in this locker room that's a great team and and that I mean you guys know that's that's a big part of the battle, too. Mm-hmm. Now, here's here's my other take on it. You got to be a little lucky to win the Super Bowl. You do. One team gets to do it every year, and you can have a roster full of nothing but all-stars yep. that are all healthy and still lose yep. one game in the NFL. This is not baseball. It's not a best of three. It's not a best of seven. It's mm-hmm. not. It's one game, and you can have one bad day in the playoffs, and you're done. Yep. And there's no Super Bowl. So it's hard for me to sit here and say, yes, this Titans team can go all the way because it's gonna they're gonna have to be a little lucky. They're gonna have to I mean, was that Dylan Raiden's performance, you know, is that something that they can they can now lean on moving forward as, hey, here's a solid backup. Where else can he play? For example, if Taylor comes back and Saffold's still out, plug that guy in at left guard. Exactly. You're you're upgrading yourself. Sorry, Aaron Brewer. I'm just saying. Exactly. That's what and and where is Saffold? How is Saffold's? You know, he was on with us and he talked about his shoulder, his injury, what he deals with. Like nerve where where is he? Issue. I mean, it's a nerve issue, yeah. and that's so hard to. You just don't know, yep, you yep. know. So where is he going to be when it's crunch time at the end of the season when they have a chance to play for the big one? So I say all of that to say I think this this Titans team has the weapons and. And they have the the horses kind of to get it done, especially if you can get a Derrick Henry back. They have all of that. They have the capability. But you just have to be a little bit lucky when it comes to health and and how you end up playing on that day when it matters. But the one thing I will point out is that mentally and where this team is as a, a, a mindset of this franchise they came into this scene, season, I think, saying Super Bowl or bust. And that mentality and that mindset is 100% there. And that is big, I think, when you're looking for a run. More of your reaction. Titans win. Huge one. 615-737-1045. We're all watching the Colts tomorrow night. Colts lose. Titans win the AFC South. We'll be right back on 104.5 The Zone.